say it again, I'm fucking retarded. I got something wrong with me, dude. I was watching porn for years, but I didn't know women were in it. The doubt started hitting me, and I was like, what the fuck did you just ask me? Thank you for listening to Fifty Shades of Boucher. Hey guys, thank you for listening to 100 episodes of Fifty Shades of Boucher. I fucking appreciate it. I can't tell you uh, what it's been like to do this over the past two years and some change. Uh, Getting to interview all sorts of different people, meeting people from the podcast, and actually creating friendships out of it. Um, Lost some friendships. You know, you hear people on the podcast maybe you haven't heard from the beginning. And, and, uh, you know, a variety of co-hosts I've tried. And (laughs) it's been a a fucking ride. So... uh, you know, I just clipped out some of the conversations I've had. There, you know, it's about an hour's worth of content. There's nothing marked. It all switches into each other. I didn't go in between. So, um, just wanted to say thank you guys for listening. I uh, don't know where the fucking show is gonna go. I'm trying to trying to reach out and get some some new things started. So we'll see. But uh, Fifty Shades of Boucher will keep moving. We got an episode with Token coming out later this week, and uh, on to two hundred. Well, 250. We'll see if we make it there. Thank you guys for listening. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. And uh, thank you. Without any of you guys listening, I would have just quit this a long time ago. So I appreciate it. You guys have a good one. It is funky time. It is 50 Shades of Boucher time. How you guys doing tonight? I, uh, I am here with the host, Bobby Brown. Hello. <laughs> the most Microsoft fucking hello I've ever given. How you doing tonight, man? What's going on? Nope, this is, uh, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be different. It'd be kind of, I guess it's going to be more on my own. I mean, you'll be here yeah. for most part. There will probably be podcasts where I, I probably hop somebody in here if I can get a late guest or something where it's like, hey, you know, late last minute. Um. So this podcast, you want to make sure, this podcast is a little about Having guests in, right? Guests, yeah. Every, little everything, not okay. minus sports. <laughs> I mean, really, though, you know. We'll, we'll in, leave in that my, on the upper part. We're good. Right, right, exactly. And the song talks about, uh, uh, it's it's 11.30 p.m., 11 Percocets just entered me. 15 minutes from this minute, I'll be crawling on my knees, laughing at the clowns that be surrounding me. And I was like, hold on, if you take 11 of those fucking things all at once, you see clowns <laughs> laughing at you. And I was like, well, I'm not going to take that. So I took three. Mm-hmm. Okay, two was the, like, the limit you were supposed to. Well, then I go, like what every other 20-something-year-old, 20-year-old kid goes is, well, I'm feeling okay. Like, I started feeling it, and I go, ooh, okay, I'm playing video games. And I go, well, I'm for sure going to masturbate. <laughs> can't, you Just come can't, to that conclusion. You can't. Come to that conclusion. Yeah, no, you cannot. There's no, There's no solution at the end of that. Like, you got to wait for that shit to, like, wear out in, like, at least a couple hours for it to dull out. Some bruises, normal shit. I was telling the guy, do you remember when we were playing football and that kid pulled a fucking uh, airsoft gun on us and started shooting at us from his Jeep? Uh. Remember, he, like, he was like, hey, do you guys know how to get to this? And then as we're sitting there, as we walk up, all of a sudden, like. Oh, he's asking for directions? Yeah, and then yeah, he goes, yeah. and he was like, oh, somebody else. 
been like laughing so hard and like because because when you hear it you knew it wasn't a gun it was like it was like an airsoft somebody immediately like identified it as an airsoft yeah. gun because it went from fear to like laughing because all of a sudden it was just like pew 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 yeah, pew pew popping off fucking little bb's at us like tack 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 and then uh, or it was paintball it wasn't paintballs no i think it was an airsoft gun do you remember trying to shoot the mung's house from your house with paintball guns oh like arcing them up yeah these i i did some dumb shit when i was a kid you had that blue paintball gun and then like a green one that you used to hand pump yeah and it would like blow up as you fucking try to shoot it <laughs> i used to have a like a wrist rocket now that like, one was good i would arc i like you had you every think tr- about it now and it's like this is pretty fucked up but like i used to arc rocks up like towards a house like five houses down and you'd hear them like banging off their grill on their back deck and shit and one day they like called the cops and my mom took took the wrist rocket away and uh she's like no more you don't get to have this anymore do you remember throwing golf balls at the four season porch across the fence uh, no someone hit one we were hit it for some reason someone thought it was a good idea to take a driver and hit golf balls in the backyard we used to throw snowballs at that fucking, uh, and then run through the woods, and then we'd, li- like, in that cul-de-sac, you could yeah. throw snowballs and fucking haul ass. Well, what are, I remember freaking making those works toilet cleaner bombs. Dude, that's a, that's another one, yeah. What, I remember what, we would <laughs> talk about getting you, a felony, but you didn't know what a felony was when we were that young. Right. I remember doing <laughs> them at a public park until we like people were getting pissed and then we took it back to my mom's place fucking did a couple more in the yard and the neighbors like thinking we're shooting guns in the backyard yeah because the best ones were gatorade bottles everybody knows that yeah oh i'll never forget that one we did like one more at the park we just shook it up and all of a sudden a lady starts like rolling across the freaking football field with a stroller and a little kid running along next side of her and the bang goes off, and the little kid takes off running, and she's, like, cussing us out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Damn. Like, like the shit you don't think of, like, I think I've joked, but me and me. me and <laughs> we robbed the house of our buddy. It was just kind of joking with him. We you just took what? change. We robbed the house. Oh. <laughs> we snuck in in the summer, and, I mean, we told him about it, so it's not like he doesn't know. <laughs> But, like, dude, just the... That's how kids get shot, and then you're on the news, like, they were only 16 while they were breaking into a house. Didn't you tell me Crandall had a milk jug with one of those things in it, and it fucking enclosed over his hand, and he had to, like, just hold his hand away? Oh, yeah. I I remember him telling me this story about... I can't remember if it was works, a works bomb. I think it was a burger. Yeah, or it might have been, like, those Alka-Seltzer tablets you, like, would put in water, and they would, like, foam up. You remember trying to get high on, like, homemade shit like nutmeg and fucking banana peels? Oh, no, we tried the orange peel thing, I remember that. Orange orange peel and Nut- toothpaste, right? I think nutmeg right? can kill you. Nutmeg. Like, n- you n- smoke n- that shit or something. Back when you used to look shit up on your PS3 and internet history, um, we we did the nutmeg thing once, I remember that. If you snuff it or if you smoke it or something, We'd, we could hallucinate. I remember doing the fucking orange peel thing putting toothpaste on the orange peel and you're supposed to like huff it yeah didn't do shit dumb as fuck <laughs> i remember i was i think i was talking to kayla or about this but uh when my when we go visit at my dad's place he smoked cigarettes growing up and like there was a couple times where we would light up like 
the small, very small amount left of a cigarette. Bowl. Right. And just like two puffs off it without real shit. Like with that kid, I we used to steal his mom's Virginia Slims, and and now it's like the biggest pussy cigarette you can smoke. But like we used to smoke them all the time, dude. For like a year going into high school, I was smoking cigarettes all summer long. Well, it's funny to look back on that shit. Uh, when Colton Cates fucking uh, when he's living on that golf course, yeah, they had this like big fancy nice bar in their basement. And, like, all these liquors you could drink. And me and him would go for the green apple pucker. Yeah. We were taking bumps of green apple pucker. I think we were, like, telling people we drink. And yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking got drunk last night. It was, like, in reality, we had, like, three bumps off the freaking green apple But pucker. it worked. And, like, you, you talked yourself into it being right. drunk. And then, like, house parties. House parties when, like, they were a big deal not to do them. Yeah. Like, it was fun when, like, everybody got old enough to drink at someone's house, but the house parties were, like, I never I never liked sleeping in other parents' beds. Like, that was <laughs> never a thing I wanted to do. I just picked couches. But, like, whenever somebody would be like, yeah, I slept in Brian's dad's house or Brian's dad's bedroom last night. Like, yuck, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, I did it once, and it was it was absolutely just like, dude, that's just disrespectful. Like, get the fuck out of my bed. Hola. Hola. Wait, is that actually it? <laughs> is that actually it in Portuguese? No, it's just. Like, I suppose it, Portuguese is Olé. Sp- it's a, Hola. Hola. It, it's a It's a form of Spanish. Isn't yeah, it's it? very close. Yeah. It's not the That's not the best part. part. I was like, oh, you ready? I know this one. Right. Hola. Hey. <laughs> All the way from Do you remember Minnesota any Spanish? Portugal. Did you guys ever take Spanish back in back in the day when we were in school? Oh, Do you remember I? any? Oh, did I? Other than bad. <laughs> I, took, I took Spanish one twice. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you definitely I got, remember I got a D, a D, and a D minus, and they told me that I should just redo it and do, redo the course because it'll look my, it'll make my GPA terrible. And I changed teachers, and I didn't even make it through the next trimester, and I just quit. And I said I'll just do German my last two years. Oh, Dr. Schoen. Then I proceeded to cheat in German for two <laughs> years in the past. <laughs> I didn't want to do it in college, so I'd, I'd slip the vocab letters. And get like a fifty percent, and like on the test, and be like, "Come on, man, I don't want to be here. I'm about to graduate. Just help me out." And the, and the dude was like, "All right," and he gave me like a D. Nice. Like I was always such a nice kid that these teachers all I was the yeah, I, I was the not child left behind. They were like, "Here you go, man." <laughs> no, we don't want you back. No, here's your D. Right, right. It was it was just like, "All right, go do nothing in the world. Leave us." Aww. <laughs> Oh man, no, I uh, Spanish. I uh, no, I was raised in the shit. So sure, all but, my but, Spanish is just being yelled at for speaking English in the house, and I uh, didn't understand yeah, yeah. it. It's really everything. How how'd you do in the classes? In the classes? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. take the classes. Okay, I, I was gonna shut. I was gonna say, <laughs> well, because guaranteed you weren't gonna fucking pass because every kid who knew no. Spanish going into Spanish one nope. couldn't fucking spell the shit, right. and and they could speak full sentences to you, and, and 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 they can't fucking pass that's the class because yeah. they can't do the high. That's why and all I that love shit. Spanish one because I'll, my mom was like, that one that you should pass that one. That's easy. And I went in there, I was like, no, it's not easy. No, yeah, I, I didn't mean, learn how to write this shit. Yeah. Speaking it is definitely a, a different way of using the language than writing it writing it takes so much you know knowledge and precision and right. how to use the grammar and whatnot it's it's much more complicated and so if you're not taught that like i mean they were speaking english at school right and that's right. where you're doing all your schoolwork and stuff and so none of it's in spanish and all of a sudden you just have to know how to spell spanish words and stuff it's nah, like yeah man. 
Well, think about um, the population of people who don't even speak English correctly. Like, yeah, like you can't even write it correctly. Look at people's Facebook statuses. I'm guilty as fuck of it most of the time. I got to go back and hit that edited button at least twice. We're talking on the phone in middle school. Yes, I talked. Okay. I, yes, I talked on the phone in middle school. Okay, sorry, sorry. I was like, you you can't miss out on that being part of your childhood. Like, it's it's no, I um, like the three way calls. Yes. When you used to like call your crush or um. My favorite is you'd have you and your friend on the phone, and you'd call the boy that you like, and your friend would be like, so, how do you feel about Ashley? There you go. Yeah, and yeah, I'd be on the other line like, oh, gosh, either getting my heart crushed or I got a new boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, but that was the fun of it. It was like gambling when you were 12. I used to just uh, talk to my, like, I, okay, so I, I realized I was an asshole to this girl, but we used to be like, we'd talk every night on the phone, but we'd go to school and we'd never fucking like talk. Like I'd be like, I just, because like she was kind of had like a bad rep and in middle school, like, you know, you're a whore if you fucking kiss a guy. So like, I was like, ah, you know, and I, right. And so like, I was like, I was just, you know, I was a dick. Now, now I have no problem saying it. I was a fucking asshole, but like, I'd be like, ah, let's not talk in school, but I'll call you tonight. And like, I'd be like, oh, let's date, but let's not tell anyone and see how long it'll go. And You son of a bitch. Yeah. I've been there, done that, and then I decided to tell somebody, and then he broke up with me the next day. <laughs> I just denied the fuck out of it until I talked to her on the phone that night. Nah. I'm not going to say his last name, obviously, but fuck you, Louie. You son of a bitch. God damn go. it. We yeah. should have been together forever. He right. was like the fastest boy in all of school, and when I was like, that's my boo. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you got to – yeah, of course, because, yeah, I, I love how at 13 you're thinking about who can run away the fastest from a situation. That's who I want to date. <laughs> right? Oh, it was so cute. No, actually, that <laughs> – that's cute. I feel like I – I was really fast as a as a child, so that was actually in fourth or fifth grade. Where I was like, "Date me, date me now." Um, in sixth grade, I was trying to find the boy that like was drinking already yes. and like throwing parties when we're. That's when I changed. It's so sad. We were. I was twelve, getting drunk. Like what? Yeah, I I wasn't getting drunk. That's when I thought I was gonna get hood. I literally the the change from fifth grade to sixth grade. I don't know what fucking happened. But I came back. Puberty happened. I was sucking my teeth. I must have watched BET all fucking summer long. <laughs> but I fucking was like sucking my teeth, and I was like having an attitude, and, and I was sagging. I was sagging like Tony Hawk jeans from like Coles. <laughs> like my mom wouldn't buy me the good shit, so like I looked terrible. But you know, my baby. Right, and that's if anything else doesn't foreseeably go wrong. I just rebuilt it. Yep. Oh, what Jesus. else could go wrong? Yeah, never mind that. So you've been through it. So you've had time. Yeah. yeah. New gaskets, new new sealant, new, I mean, yeah, rings. I, I regrown these rings. Yeah, so yeah, So I don't know if he's going to leak oil or smoke or fucking misfire. Holy fuck. Cool. Yeah. It's overheating. What the fuck? I just started it. <laughs> so you're waking up early? So I'm waking up early trying to do that and just, you know, kind of hitting my hand. And, and Elisa said, hey, let's do the garden thing. Yeah. And thankfully, she's still working. Yep. Shout out to Lisa. And, uh, and yeah, you know, she she's not doing it purposefully. I understand that. You know, she's driving me nuts. Because I'm sitting on the couch, and she's in the living room. She has to work from home, dude. Mm-hmm. She has, She's not allowed to go back to work until, they're, until they say um, May. Until Damn. May comes around. Yeah. And that's still a maybe. 
because they cut their employment, they cut their manufacturing to half. And um, yeah, she's driving me crazy at home. So it is a treat being here today, right. Bobby. Yeah, man. No, it's and well, like I said, I've 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 done podcasting and I have uh, fucking sat here playing video games. Yeah. Like I I come back here. It's kind of my place to be like, all right, I'm not gonna sit. You know, me and my, the girlfriend will still watch a movie. We'll still hang out during the day and stuff. But for the majority of the mornings and into the afternoon, I I'm, I'm back here. And I'm mm-hmm. either fucking around with editing something or messaging people to try to come onto the podcast and you know talking about something or fu- just fucking off and like i said playing a video game or something back here and mm-hmm. either changing shit around or looking online like you know i'm fucking around with the editing software to like see what else i can do and you know i don't edit a whole lot of my podcast nice. maybe a, a fade in and cut some bullshit and some really deep spaces where nobody said anything or anything but yeah. you know other than that I've got it set up pretty fucking nice. It sounds good. I'm to the point where I trust how everything's set up, and I just got to move a couple things based on the mic, and, you know, sounds fucking good. It looks good in here, man. Yeah, I mean, besides some of the shit I got laying in here, I did have a bunch of clothes laying in that corner, and I threw them all in my closet, but mm-hmm. no biggie. <laughs> but I got an extra chair, a new chair, so I was, you know, big fucking TV we put in here. I got Like I said, I got to get a fucking thing for it and yeah. figure out how I'm going to plug in my Amazon. So I can fucking watch like TV or put Sports Center on while we're sitting in here. Bam. Yeah, dude. And tell me on this, it'd be like, fucking nice, man. Yeah. yeah. This is this is this this wasn't here. No, 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 no. I had this little shitty TV in yeah. there, and then it lost the sound. So that's where I knew I fucked the cord up when I told you about it. And yeah, yeah. So, but no, man. I mean, I'm just you know, figure. I figured, fuck it. I have a lot of time that I can dedicate to the podcast. So why not put it into it? You know. I've been. I made the joke, but messaging people. You know, I think. Did I say that here already? Message or what's that? Or did I say that before the podcast that I'm just finding people on Instagram that you know I might be able to to talk into coming on the podcast or I just you know ask and yeah, it's not exactly famous people, but it's people who've had a following or some sort of uh, some sort of influence, and you know you just go from there. You'd be surprised. I've had I've had people say yeah. So I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. people that I would never have thought. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's cool, and I'm you know, it kind of gives you just a little. So now I'm just on the on the on the hey man, keep messaging tour. Like, who else can I think of that I would randomly be like, you know what? I'd do that. I know about him. Yeah. Let's do fucking him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's like okay, cool, cool. Like you know, what it, what other what other perfect time than now? And that's what I've heard, you know, is why not reach out and see? People are bored. bored. You know, I've reached out to bands. And bands, I haven't gotten into create like a couple, four or five. But I could have about 20 that I want to be like, that I want to be like, hey, would you come on my podcast? <laughs> and you'd be surprised how many people, like, out of how, how many people I've hit up that have answered me back. So it's like, okay, like, uh, fucking cool. Like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting it. And I know what to kind of ask. And I try to be as, you know, polite as I can be because – you know they're gonna do me a favor. Obviously, it's not like I'm. I've got thousands of fucking followers, but exposure is exposure. You know what? What? What's you know my listeners and your listeners? And sometimes when you open up and say, "Hey, guess what I'm on," people will then be like, "Oh fuck, I didn't know you do that kind of thing." I'll, I'll listen to that, and and you open up yourself, and now maybe you gain more of a following. And you know what's an acceptable rate? Mm-hmm. If you gain ten followers off of it, is that good? Or lose respect? Yeah. Hey. 
Yeah, I mean, and you might lose some, but but then, <laughs> but, but then like also too, it's like you know, I'm surprised with the people who still listen to this. Like, you know, I always joke, who the fuck listens to me? But yeah, there's a decent amount of people. Cool. Like, I'm really appreciative, man. Like, yeah. and I wish more people would tell me they listen. I don't know who the fuck does. Acknowledge. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I'd love to. Like, please, yeah. I'm telling you now, if you get this far into the podcast, tell me you listen. Like, yeah, like read back and and say, hey, man, I finished the episode. It was fucking great. Or hey, it fucking sucked. I was bored out of my mind, but I listened to it because <laughs> I'm in a bobcat all day. <laughs> You know, there's there's tons of shit. I don't give a fuck. Give me a feedback, though. Yeah. Like, I had one new guy on a podcast I just released. Guy fucking followed me and said, hey, man, I yeah, I love it. It's an alternative way to listen. Great. Keep doing it. Love the first – Love this is my first episode. Love listening. Holy fuck. That was awesome. Dude, I can't wait for my first negative comment. I can't wait for somebody to be like, fuck you, you asshole. That sucked. Right. Like, I love that. I'm, I'm fucking – all right, I think I'm official now. Like, I'm not official until somebody tells me to fuck off, you know? Just playing, like, did you have a route already to go? Did you map quest it and just say fuck it, or did you just type it into so, GPS? I don't know and... if I, I, some people might remember this. Uh, Chris Trevler, okay? He was a player at University of Minnesota. He transferred um, to South Dakota and killed it and, you know, had crazy record stats. And he actually played with me in the CFL. He's been playing with me for the last two years in the CFL. And uh, threw me my first touchdown pass in the in the CFL. Crazy kind of story how we reconnected. We were roommates in college, roommates now. Anyway, uh, I knew he was in Arizona because he's now trying out with the Cardinals. So uh, I went over there, and I was expected to be there one night. But of course, like out of the six months of my car being totally cool, now's, now's <laughs> on the road, with you. man, guess what? Engine light comes on. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Well, so I'm like, fuck, man, like I am 30 minutes away still. Like, thankfully, I was in a town because it, it, you get in trouble in, in the in the uh, West Coast and Southwest. Like when you're going through those desolate deserts, if you get stuck, man, yeah, like, you're done. There's no cell reception. There's no cars. There's no people. It's deadly. So luckily, I was uh, pretty close. So he comes and picks me up. I end up staying four days there because the mechanic's trying to figure out what's going on with my car. Um. So I spent four days there in Arizona, kind of off plan, but, you know, we went hiking and, like, saw a bunch of cool stuff. And Fucking desert. right. Yeah, it was cool. So it kind of worked out nicely. Um, turns out, like, my turbo uh, charge was messed up in my four-cylinder. Like, who cares, man? Right. Why do I need a turbo charge in What this kind thing? of car is it? It's just a VW Passat. Oh, right on. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah right I on. love that little car, man. Hell yeah. They're nice little things. She tried to screw me over this trip, but we, we fixed her up nicely. Right on. So you made it to Denver. So actually, after that, I went to uh, Albuquerque. Okay. Which um, not a fan of. Right. Just was. I've never scared. thought of going to New Mexico. Yeah, I don't know. Santa Fe might be cool, but Albuquerque scared me, man. <laughs> I couldn't get Breaking Bad out of my head. Dude, I'm um, I'm at a point in my life, man, where I'm single, and um, I just have this drive. I just have this really strong drive right now maybe because i've lost everything at this point and it's like kind of forced upon me and gave me this perspective that i probably wouldn't have had otherwise you know and it's like this perspective of i have a clean slate of life yeah i can go in any direction right now there's no nothing holding me back i don't have a wife i don't have a kid i don't have a mortgage my car's almost paid off it's like this is this is like the moment where you choose what you want to do yeah that's a big moment coming up and it's like it's like this avenue and like you gotta kind of pick and like try something right and like hope to do it for me man i'm gonna pursue this music thing yeah i'm gonna see where i can do i'm gonna i'm gonna make this album i'm gonna i have 
20 songs ready, man. Fucking right. So, like, I'm going to try this thing out, and I'm going to, like, try to publish some stories and try to get this kind of... I want to be an artist, man. Like, I want to be an artist. Right. And I want to make... I want to make music. I want to share what I want to want to write with people, man. Like, yeah. I, again, I'm about connectivity, dude. Like you, like it's. I want to reach people because, like, you know, this is crazy. I can't believe this just happened. You know, I'm freaking out. I'm like, now this is like the first like kind of real song I've ever written. I'm like, now I got to figure out how to write. You know, ten more of these the things, of yeah, or yeah. a hundred more of them. But, you know, more immediately for the, for this album. I'm like, I, you know, your mind's going a mile a minute. Right. But at the same time, so I was uh, enrolled to go back to my, it was going to be my junior year of college because we were just, this was summertime, you know, we'd spent the whole summer in Seattle and LA. So I was supposed to go back for fall of my junior year. And so, you know, I, was, I, I told him the situation. I was like, I'm, I'm still in school and all this stuff. He's like, listen, go back to school. It's going to take a couple months for us to get all this, you know, all the details ironed out. He's like, just go back like business as usual and we'll figure this out as we go. So... Uh, so that was the plan. We, we start heading back before we leave LA. We throw uh, all I need up on. We had a MySpace page. MySpace Hell was like yeah. brand. There was you know Facebook existed, but nobody had it. You know yeah, it was like yeah. those things that was like, <clears throat> you know I think it was uh, only certain colleges had it. Right. It was still. Um, it was in the early stages. Yeah, but uh, but MySpace was was just starting to take off. So we threw it on there and we drove back to to New York and I <clears throat> went back to school. But in the first six days that. Um, all I need was on MySpace. It was the number one song on MySpace for like six days in a row. Holy shit. I think it did something like, I can't remember how, it was doing something like 40,000 plays a day, which oh. back, I mean, now it doesn't sound like anything, <laughs> but back then it was a big deal. Yeah. And somewhere I have a screenshot of it. It was, all I need was the, the top song and right below it was uh, Sugar We're Going Down. Oh, Fall you beat Fall Out Boy. <laughs> So we, we had our, our all I need was, was beating Fallout Boy, Sugar We're Going Down, for the first six days it was up, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's you know, awesome. Like I said, now those numbers would have been, you know, people get millions of plays in a day now, but back then it was you know, 30,000 yeah. plays in a day was enough to, to make you the, the number one song on there. So that got some attention from people in New York. So we get home. And I got uh, a call from a woman who was who had managed Gavin DeGraw. That was okay. her her big artist. She found him in some bar in uh, in New York City when he was like 18, 17, 18 years old, and she worked with him for years. Yeah. And got him. You know, he had, he was just really starting to take off when when this was happening. One Tree she Hill has to be going on. He's the theme song of One Tree Hill. Right. Hell yeah, he is. Yeah, so, and that was, I think that show, the first season of that show was like the year before. So he was okay. really starting to, yeah. this was like, he was really starting his uphill climb. So she called and she's like really interested in what I'm hearing, what I'm, you know. Anyway, long story short, so we end up, I end up dropping out of school and moving to Manhattan because she's like, you know, we told her the situation with Sony and she's like, I know that guy, you know, we're, we're colleagues, we've worked together before. And uh, I'll work this whole deal out for you guys, you know. So then, you know, like that, we had uh, a manager and we had a major record label that we're negotiating with. So I dropped out of school, moved to New York. Um, But uh, the the thing with Sony fell through because this (laughs) A&R, and he was great. He's awesome. Um, I kept in contact with him actually for years uh, here and there. But um, he got a call from Justin Timberlake who was starting his own independent label and he called this dude and was like hey i want you to be the president of my label oh yeah <laughs> so i get a call from him and he was like hey man 
Timberlake just called and asked me to, you know, basically uh, be the be the dude in charge of his label. So I'm going to leave Sony. He's like, but I'm going to pass you guys off to another A and R. And uh, you know, he's like, I'd bring you with me if I could, but his label isn't your kind of music. And right. uh, you know, so once he once he kind of passed us off to someone else, that was sort of the the end of our <laughs> deal at Sony. Right. Have you lost anything? You know, do you, do you think that 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 do you think that life is fair? And, and do you find that like, you know, Sean Oakman was put into a spot where you were meant to fail, and now you've succeeded? And, and, and do you think you've won? Like, let, let's say I, I know you don't want this negative energy, and I hate to put it at you, but I do you think that even if you never make it to the NFL, did you did you win in life? Is or is the NFL won. the goal? You won. No, I won. You won. I've already won. I, I got my name. I got my name, you know, for so many years, they were, they were tarnishing my name, you know, and that's, that's hard to live with. And so just imagine having to live with that tarnishment on your name for the rest of your life. You know, no matter what you do, as soon as you Google your name, you're going to see Sean Oakman, a rapist, sexual assault, you know? You don't see that anymore. Right. You will never see that. But for three years, if you Googled my name, that's the first thing you've seen. You know? So I definitely won. You know, my kids are able to grow up with a father with a clean background. You know, they're, they're able to grow up and boast their last name. They don't have to be ashamed of it Hell because yeah. of a mistake that their father made 20 years ago, 30 right. years ago, you know? And so I definitely want, I definitely want. I'm still able to fight for everything I believe in, you know? I'm still able to pursue my dreams. I'm still able to make a huge impact on the world. So yes, they took three years of my life away, but, it, you know, I'm, I'm still on the same path. I'm still, I'm still striving for everything I want out of life and nothing can stop me, you know? Yeah especially having the convictions lifted off my name. So only thing that can stop you is you. And I won't let me stop me. Here we go. Okay. Oh, Spring Lake man. Park Girls, number two. <laughs> I don't even know why it was number two. <laughs> From Spring Lake Park, number two. I'm just kidding. 28 points. I like that. I do remember... Uh, watching the game because yes, I went to the lacrosse games. I remember you like literally taking it, like getting a pass and then taking it like coast to coast and <laughs> literally, just all game. It was the funniest shit in the oh fucking my world. God, I'll never be that skinny again in my life. All the dudes that had girlfriends on the team would get together and then we would all just be like, wait until Murr takes this up the field and then we would all go nuts when you yeah, won. That was so great. I miss <sighs> that. That was about the one sport I had spectators at. Girls hockey was not it. <laughs> What's something that, like, as you said, you like you've matured, like you've kind of appreciated that you've like done for yourself that like that has helped you out later. Is it working Gosh, out? Honestly, that's been my one consistent thing I've done since I was eighteen. Ever since I started working out, which just sounds like so lame, because I I don't know. But but you're not it's the just, person who's uh, like at the gym like doing the fucking. Oh like, You're you're lit, mer. You're one of the most, like, actual, like, athletic people from, like, the gym. And, like, you're, you're a fucking gym rat. Yeah. Uh, I, 
try not to use that term, but it's it is fair. Yeah. It is true. You're 100%. you're there. I you're am. committed to in it. In terms of like comparing it, comparing myself to most people, yeah, hundred percent. It's the one thing that's I've been consistent about, and that's the one thing that relationships, being with someone, being by myself, they can never take away from me. Like my health, my whatever goals that I've wanted for myself in terms of fitness is just the one thing that no guy's gonna ever take away from me. It's not one thing I'm gonna, you know, regret that I never started. So 100% that's been like my one thing for me that I've just loved and known over the years that if I stop, I'll probably go nuts because if I just have to listen to music and do something physical to help cope, I guess, with that, just life. That's what makes me insane because I can't do it anymore. anymore. <laughs> like, Mur, I'm the exact fucking opposite. I'll listen to music, but I want to do nothing. Oh, man. And I, Mur, I'm... R&R about a month little over a month before that and i think they could sense that um i didn't have a good feeling about about our but returning there obviously most of our guys came back fine but we lost three guys in during the deployment we had 23 wounded um and so I, i knew and at that point things were ramping up and so it was it felt like a matter of time we had been only out of 15 or so squads, there were only three squads, I think, at that point that hadn't hit an IED. So it was just a matter of time, and they kept making them bigger and bigger because they wanted to get those tanks. Right. So, so, Holy and fuck. that tank missed it by a little bit. So, yeah, when you're sitting there, it, it's weird because it ended up being probably about 18 minutes of time, I think it was, between the bomb blast and when I was picked up in the helicopter and in that time it's like you have 25 years of thoughts going through everything really slows down and I thought about my myself playing little league baseball and just the stupid shit that goes through your head but it's uh, your body's trying to cope your mind I'm sure is trying to wrap around because looking down and seeing your bones sticking out and actually being able to listen to your blood hitting the sand is insane and and just it's you want to think it's a dream but it's so real and everything around you is so real that there's there's really no way to describe how how that feels and and so i think it's just you know the body trying to really make sense of something that is impossible to to make sense of yeah it's weird it's like you're trying to distract yourself thinking of thinking of your childhood and thinking of other stuff fucking does not fucking come out next year and i was like all right and then <laughs> That's i showed why up you never played defense again and then I, no i fucking played <laughs> defense but i showed up the next year and it was like get the fuck out of here but it's like oh. dude could you imagine if i went home like nowadays and said he yelled at me with my dick out that would be the end of him like you would not oh, yeah. be fucking around anymore like you know but Okay, I'm I'm you not sitting. I don't give a fuck. Like, good. I probably needed it. I was a little fucking asshole. And maybe maybe wait until I'm washing my hands. Maybe Just a suggestion. Wait. But I'm not here to fucking tell you what to do for your job. But you know. Oh, nice. Oh, well, I thought I try I, to yell at kids as much as I can now. Well, you know that's I why I do not hold back on them. I probably swear too much. Well, you know that's why I, don't, I didn't go back to coaching, right? 
What, did you get kicked out? I didn't get kicked out, but like... Didn't get ass back? Well, fuck, man. These fucking kids... And this is they they were seniors this year, so I was waiting to see like how well they did, and like they first we're got there. We're Centennial. Yeah, and oh uh, no, see that's what I was trying not to be. I was trying to be like, I got you. No, you're good. I don't oh, give a shit. That out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> It'd be funny to keep it in, Use but uh, I wanted to see how they fucking do. But these fucking kids, I fucking told you guys this story, but these fucking kids would like yell at you about how they were fucking champions and they didn't run the triple option and that we need to run the I form, and it was like. First off, somebody needs to just knock you down a peg because that just shouldn't be fucking happening. The which, I-form? Yeah, they wanted to run I-form only because that was just what they were. But to be honest, though, I do remember there being a little suggestion by the upper up-toppers who were saying, well, maybe we'll just run I-form just because they're used to it. It's like, get the fuck out of here. At seventh grade, they were telling us to fucking pull. And if you didn't pull, you got your fucking shit rocked. Yeah. It sucks, but you learn, and like you know, there's there, it's a learning process, and it's not even a learning process because the offense is hard. It's a learning process to be, hey, dumb fuck, you're gonna do what we fucking ask you, or you're not gonna play. Which is, see, I don't think the triple option's that hard to run. No, but you have to want to run it, or you have to be cohort. Oh, it co- was a blast running it, yeah. especially against shit teams. Right, they but, didn't know where the fuck the ball Okay, but how much more fun is it when it's a good team who just realizes guy on QB, guy on running back, guy on pitchman, we're done. Energy? Yeah, well, right. How how much fun is that? Because I can't imagine that. That's yeah, I was much sick fun. of getting hit that game, so I just kept giving the ball to TS and let his ass get beat. Couldn't pitch it, huh? <laughs> no, because then they would hit me. You can, oh, you got to take the hit. You got to have what no. is it? What is he saying? Uh, what is he saying? Uh, we are Marshall. You got to have ice in the veins. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in ages. <sighs> I was gonna. Oh, whenever you pitch it, I would literally pitch it and beeline it the other way so the guy didn't hit me. So you're just like that woman's fucking football player who, as soon as she kicked the ball, she darts to the fucking left back oh, to her sideline. Right. Damn right, I'd Dude, be running off. Fuck that. They were bigger than me. If you want equality, have that. Have that. I almost just really probably got myself in trouble. You have did. that. Have that chick fucking hit a like forty yard field goal. I'm not even asking for a fifty. I saw a headline on that about. Uh, they had, who are they playing next? Georgia maybe. Yeah, I don't know. She's not on the team anymore, is she? Yeah, she is. Oh, she's gonna keep going. I thought it was yeah. like a gimmicky because the guy got no. fired. No, I think she's still there. I mean, they, but the the headline was talking about like there was like a quote from the coach, and he's like, and they asked him, you know, do you have to talk to your team about the, like not hitting her or like whatever? He's like, no. I mean, I don't I don't know what he was getting at, but. So so speaking with that being a pro. You know, I think you went through. Was it three head coaching changes or four with Minnesota? Uh, it was. It was three. It was Denny, Mike, and Brad. Okay, so with that, what's it like being the kind of kind of the the not the sole, but your your lasting out coaches? You know, term after term after term. Is there any? You know, do they ever come to you then and, and try to talk to you to get to know the team, or or you know, is there anything like that where a new coach comes in, but you're a guy who's been around for as, as long as you can think? No, I mean, from Denny to Mike, you know, is, there was obviously familiarity there. And when Brad came in, he was, you know, he was going to change everything. Yeah. Just do it his way. And, and I mean, think, if the head coach gets fired and a new coach comes in, obviously it wasn't working before. So a lot of times coaches try to change as much as possible. Um, one, because that's, you got to change the inputs if you want to change the outputs. And then the other thing is that, uh, hey, this is my, I'm the head coach. This might be my one chance to succeed. And Coaches don't have forever to win, so they're gonna they're gonna do it their way and make sure that if it uh, 
if and when that day comes when they do get fired, at least they can look back and say, hey, I, I did it my way. Right. Well, and that's I feel like that's the one way you have to coach because you have the dream and the, you know, the idea, and that's the only person who can really put forth the energy for it. Um, so with that, what was it like playing for a Harbaugh? towards the end of your career and actually winning a Super Bowl. I mean, Harbaugh's are kind of known for being these these eccentric guys, and he's even got a weird one because wasn't he a special teams coach and then went right to head coach? Yeah, yeah, he was special teams coordinator for the Eagles for like nine years. I mean, Harbaugh's is great. You know, that's, 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 he's the main reason why I left Minnesota. Uh, you know, I just kind of felt like wasn't like super excited about just where we were at as a team mm-hmm. uh, in Minnesota. I'm not, not to say – I necessarily wanted to leave, but had never been anywhere else and went out to Baltimore and sat with, with John for about a half an hour. And I was just like, man, this guy, I, I'm sure he's trying to sell me, but just the, his vision for the team and his approach to how, uh, how he wanted to, how he wanted to run his team and the identity that he wanted this team to have, you know, yeah. just as a football person and having my own opinions, that's, that's what I thought gave, gives anybody the best chance to, to win, you know, to, to win a Super Bowl. And so, you know, I, I, I bought in and John's a, he's a great man. He's a great coach. It was interesting playing for a guy whose background was special teams and a little bit of defense. Um, that's not to say he doesn't know anything about offense or anything about defense, right? But, you know, he, he was a, he was a head coach, you know, he's not calling any of the plays. So he really is kind of that, CEO type leader, if you will. Yeah, uh, he's involved in some strategies and stuff, but you know, he lets his coordinators go and and do their thing, and and he could really, I think, focus on just maintaining the culture that he wanted, uh, making sure that um, making sure that he was he was building rapport with each and every player on the team, you know, to get them make sure that they were they were all in, and uh, and he's great, you know, he's he's obviously John's a fiery guy. He's, you know, I think Jim, you know, on the outside, Jim looks a little nuts, you know, yeah, yeah. John, John's not nuts, but, but he's got that in him, you he's know, got an he's, attitude he's got for that, sure. That Harbaugh switch. So it was, I mean, it was great. You know, we won, I mean, we won every year. We went to the playoffs. We did, we did great things and, and uh, you know, Hey, it worked out, you know, yeah, we won a super bowl. Like why, why is fuck such a bad word? Yeah. And it's only because. Like I think it's like sharp, so like it is. It is. It is fucking sharp. Oh yeah, and when it can be. Yeah. But I grew up where like people would look at me as a kid and be like, my my dad would just come into conversation and be like, yeah. So I went to this fucking dude's house and this motherfucker was sitting here and this fucking guy took this fucking thing and I told him, don't you fucking move the fucking thing. But this fucking guy moved the and it's like and people would be like, Jesus. And they'd and, and they'd be like, do you, you know your son's right there? And he's like, he's her worse. Yeah. And then he just keep going he's with this fucking worse. conversation. Yeah. So in my head, it's like, that is nice though because when I hear fuck, I just go, well, how was the tone? Right. Like it's not the word, not the fact the word was said, but it's like, how was it delivered? In what manner? How is it delivered? You know? Yes. Because like I let them go all the time, man. Yeah. I I listen back to podcasts and go, why the fuck do I put fuck in between that? But dude, I'll never. So like. This is probably like four months into my new job. I'm working right, and I, I work in corporate. You, you know what I mean. So like, I gotta, you gotta mind your fucking, you know, your p's and q's or whatever. Every, I mean, my company is really f- cool, but like somebody asks, like, "Hey, where's Mitch?" And like instinctively, like I, like the inner, 
locker hockey locker room talk came on me i was like oh he's taking a shit in the shitter and my boss like peeked his head out around the corner he goes you said what and he like laughed about it but i was like oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah i was like i probably probably should put a lid on that um but yeah i'm in the same way like growing up in a hockey lock i mean hockey players use the word fuck as like a comma you're like oh fuck ah uh, yeah you know what i mean oh yeah it's used more as just a comma it's just a filler word it's like um ah uh, i don't know game and like back in the day like john david booty is leading the fuck vikings yeah. down to a fucking game winning drive dude, dude. Like, like, Brian, that name, like that name makes my fucking day. pants wet dude, dude. john david booty huh? six round pick out of fucking usc yeah. come on yeah. man john or do you guys david remember booty. like brian was it brian leftwich that dude yeah. he's, he's the fucking oc he's the, the oc for the bucks yeah yeah, yeah dude that, that guy man's fucked. how about quinnon gray quinnon gray when he when leftwich went down quinnon gray came in and played a playoff game with the colts and won Dude, yeah. he like was their starting Colts quarterback guy. when it was more Maurice Jones, Drew, and Fred Taylor. Or with God the Jags. damn, that was yeah. fucking dirty. Back in, uh, speaking of like Maurice Stroud. S- speaking of uh, like yeah. nostalgia. Speaking of NFL street. football oh. players, you can't be mad at this. You you got to look at it like you you see of of how an athlete looks and you can appreciate <laughs> the human body. Oh, Fox Nine, someone got fired for this. Yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know if they noticed it till this guy <laughs> well, posted yes. it. This guy is fucking also, having a fucking also, field day with also, it. Also, is, is this guy this the guy, smartest man on earth or, like, the, the biggest The horniest pervert? guy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you just, like, finally be like, I saw dick? Like, I saw dick Nobody right else in the fucking see, room see, sees so, dick. So, you know so he's probably, I, I wouldn't have the balls to, like, share that. Count that, shout that out, that right? Because everyone's going to call, everyone's going to look at me and be like, wow, are you just looking for NFL dick while That's, you're watching Are us? you just looking at their waist? Yeah. Like, there was an imagine, interview happening. Do you imagine like everybody in the room? It's like a Sunday night football. I just saw his dick. Oh, there's what? a penis there's there. Dick. Excuse me. Yeah, that, rewind yeah, it. Yeah, rewind. yeah. I've been rewind watching. The I've been watching football for 12 years looking for this. <laughs> How about that uh, the combine guy who fucking had his dick? Fall yeah, out of the yeah, shorts. that one's a little more obvious. I don't yeah. remember yeah. that. Oh there's yeah, a, it was a Chiefs player, right? His, no, 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 he's a combine. He was well, yeah, or he had plays for the Chiefs. Now, now we're just searching NFL dicks. Well, so he was NFL dicks. He was doing the forty yards. This is the podcast I've been waiting dick, for. Dick, <laughs> this is dick the fucking theme. Blasted through his. Pants. This is how we get you uh, some female viewers. I have, dick. You might I have like clear your search penis, penis comes oh, no. out. Chris Jones, he's a fucking. It is an a, it is, yes, first off, no, let me just say that is an accurate Google search, though. Really, he was running so fast for the forty. He's so athletic, his penis. He's a little high hip. You can see how long legs. He's gonna unblur here. Flies out. Oh my god! I dude, part. He's tucking it back in. He tucked it back in. Pardon my take had him on, and they're like, so what happens at the combine when you're dick there. Look at this guy's laughing, look, too. Like That's a big right. man. Dick flies out. Oh, really oh, my scout. God. You no cannot way. replay this. Player. Wow. So it started fly- it flying fly out of his shorts? Oh, my God. <laughs> Congratulations can, to her, him, Chris Jones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They showed the whole thing. They just showed it. Like yeah. balls. You oh saw his God. balls. You saw the full-on shaft and balls. That man had his whole cock and balls Dude, exposed I on. I didn't imagine this, but I'm so <laughs> fucking glad we did. God damn, hell women, yeah. Women out there, just search this shit on YouTube. You got I don't know why, but I want to take my shirt off right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but let's be honest. Does anyone else feel worse about themselves now? No, um, I always knew, but I always <laughs> just I assumed I was like, small. This, that, like, this is just at, funny to me. This look- hey, buddy. Yo, Ron. What's going on, man? Not so much, man. Not so much. How you doing? Uh, good. I'm Bobby. My name is Bobby Brown. 
Bobby Brown. Let's hope you're not like the original Bobby Brown. I'm white. <laughs> That's a good thing in your favor, then. Right. Well, I've been confused though. A lot of people always ask me if I know him and it's or like know about him or know his songs. It's like I know like my prerogative and stuff, but that's about as far as I get. That's only because of the joke. I figured I should know at least one song. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. How you doing tonight, man? Thank you for doing this. Not a problem, man. I'm pretty good. I'm 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 doing well. You know, all things considered, state of the world right now, I can't complain. Has 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 so Ron the bus driver? That's how I know you. I I saw you on Burt Kreischer's uh, uh, stories on Instagram, and 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 you won the race against Burt. Uh, how is how has this past year kind of kind of gone for you? I mean, I know you've got to go on tour, but do you do you drive for other people? And 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 how is it how has it gone for you? Um, yeah, I do. Burt Burt is one of my primarily my main client. Um. Since the pandemic, I've only kind of basically worked for him. I went out and drove Travis Barker a couple of times. Um, oh, shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a, a, a client of um, who we lease our bus through. A, a really good friend of mine. Give a shout out to Nick Weathers, especially coaches. And uh, I can't think of the name of his trucking company, but he runs Travis's bus. Okay. So I do a lot of part-time work for Trav, but... Primarily since the pandemic, man, it's just been me, Bert, and the guys. Hell yeah. So what's that been like? Because I, I got to tell you, man, it's jealous. I have a eight-year-old right now and a, and a new or a, a six-month-old, um, and my lifestyle is, is, is here. The job to be able to kind of go off and, and have fun, and, and, and did, you, did you ever imagine that, like, you'd actually get to – would you say you're friends with the guys you get to – you get to to go on tour with some some of the clients, yeah. Right yeah, on. You, you, you build you build friendships and relationships with them. Uh, Bert and I's relationship, our friendship, was kind of strange the way it started out, but man, it's morphed in to something great. And I can say that about me and all the guys: Shane Torres, Jesus Trejo, Dave Williamson, uh, Scuba Steve. Um, it's been. When, I guess putting ourselves in the situation that we've been in, it it makes you look at touring in the world in a really, really different light. So for for Bert to find a way for us to go out and work, you know, continue to take care of our families, you know, it made me look at that guy in a totally different manner, man. Totally oh, yeah. different manner. Boy, fuck yeah, that, hell yeah. We, we went to the mall, boy. Went oh, dumb. Every day. Went dumb, like picking every up pets. And all, like, picking pets. up pets. Pets. What'd you pick up? What, what kind of pets? Like, like an uh, chinchilla, <laughs> a chinchilla or some shit. A lot of exotic fish, man. No, exotic fish? Yeah. Are they still alive? No. Bro, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no fucking way. No, what you, how no. long before? How how much and how I mean, long before they died? I don't <laughs> Yeah, some change, and then like all right, I that's got, better than I, I thought you were gonna say. It was just like, I don't know, exotic fish. Like, what was the most expensive fish you bought? Well, it was just like it was just this, it was like four fifty. Okay, four fifty in four fifty on. I forgot. It's like some. It was, it was like it kind of some cold. It looked. It kind of looked like 
like how you know how like Dory, like kind of like that. Not that, not yeah, how, like, you know I'm finding Nemo that that fish that had that scar. <laughs> yeah, on the his ones face. at Walmart for like fourteen bucks. No, 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 no. It was like a. Big, oh, okay, like okay. I got you. The one with the like scar. A, I got yeah, you. Yeah, like the one with the scar on his face. Yeah. Oh, God. It was like a big one. It was like. Let me. I have Oscar to ask. One. I have to ask you this now. Like, what were you gonna flex with a four hundred and fifty dollar no, fish? I just got it because like. Because you just could. I literally. Oh, there wasn't any planning to it. You were just there like was no thought process into how I was going to spend my Damn, money. Damn, man! And then after we just went to Cali and tricked the rest of it off. Have you ever seen a movie called Brewster's Millions? In a merch store, because yeah. this is people are sending me to my personal Venmo money for a sweatshirt oh yeah. jesus so uh so we are working on a merch store both with seventh avenue merch and yeah. brown's ice cream sweatshirts and yeah man you know most of it is uh it's not really for again going back to the pabst idea i'm not selling a hat to make money i'm selling a hat so bobby you're walking around anoka with the seventh avenue hat going People, People are, are seeing look. it, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was at <clears throat> Lunds and Barley's on 50th uh, over in Edina on Monday, merchandising the store. Yeah. And I was taking a picture for Twitter after I set the 7th Avenue up. And the guy stands at the door, looks at my hat, and I said, just do it, man. It's good. <laughs> and he grabbed two out of the case, you know, like, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so it's been... Uh, What's the point? Right. You're following else to someone's success if you, if you don't make it your own, right? And you got to try to put your spin on it. Like you said, there's a ton of stuff that's all the same now. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, like, if I can if I can go ahead and make a rock song that has more of, like, an R&B styling to the vocals and we throw a, a funk rhythm on the guitar, like an old-school funk rhythm with a funk tone on the guitar, and we have another rhythm guitar in the background that's hitting chug, with a smooth bass line underneath, and then we throw in some instrumental stabs over the pre-chorus, and then boom, we bring it in for a whole like operatic thing with a soft choir underneath the chorus. Do you see where I'm going here? You just gave me a whole bunch of things to Google in like four hours, but dude, I, I'm rolling with you. Keep going, man. It's it's just boom, 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 one after the other. Like, Fuck yeah. Trying these things, like how can you go ahead and throw a harmony in here and make it sound different than the other ones? Yeah. How can you throw a breakdown in here and make it sound different from the other ones? How can you throw a, a cool one-liner in here that hasn't been said already that doesn't have the same weight or value that the other ones do? Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. How are you going to be different? Okay. Like what you were going yes. through? And he would just sit there and take it. Yes. Were you having sex at the time? No. What the fuck? Was he, was, okay, now was he trying to? Because as a man, yes, I understand that, like, no. you're going to put up with shit. He was just a good listener. He, I, yes, that's what made me fall for him. Okay. He was a really nice guy. Okay. And we had the same group of friends at work. How, were you attracted to him immediately? Just physically? Because no. he's a tall guy. He had nice legs, not a hair on, not hair on him that we wouldn't be mad at. Guy no. had a piece on him. He was, a, <laughs> Bobby, he was a friend. <laughs> I just wanted to throw it out he there. He was a friend. Okay. He listened to me, and he helped me through all the crap I was going through. Okay. Right on. 
Okay, so so then for him, right? Well, good for you though. At least I'm here because of it. Well, and, yeah. And one of the questions I told you I was gonna ask was 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 my father a good lover? Because yeah, unless he was drinking. Okay. And it was never ending. It's like get away from me. <laughs> right on. Right. On. Right Walgreens, Americans. Been shopping here for about three months and they haven't been being very kind to me here in Council Bluffs. Give me like that cold inbred fucking feeling when I shop in there. I'll be putting everybody on the net as baby rapers from now on if I even see a flinch around me in this town. I think he's biting it so hard. Here. I know. Like they can get away with that with me. Is this a bit? I'll put your fucking chief on the uh, net as baby rapers. Is this like, acting? I'm going to tell you right now, no. Okay. Dude, he has like, this is from the show now that I listen to, but he has like 80 fucking, not 80, but he has a ton of YouTube accounts that he just meth-headedly fucking like restarted and like signed oh into new ones and shit. God. But he would go around taunting people. Like he would pull people over and like be like, did you know you were speeding? And they'd be like, are you a cop? And he's like, not necessarily. <laughs> oh and they'd be like, get God. the fuck out of here, dude. Dude. He would go up to... So if you ever listen to Dr. Drew, mm -hmm. meth, actually, meth actually brings you to cops. Cocaine drives you away. Like, cocaine, mm -hmm. you will fucking, like, jump over fences. And be yeah. Like, the cops are coming. Yeah. Meth actually makes you want to go to the cops for some reason. Jesus. So it's... This guy is just... I get snubbed one more time out of this store. You watch and see, bitches. I'm gonna put this dog on in there as a baby raper, too. <laughs> you fucking baby rapers! You <laughs> fucking baby raper! And that, that's what I got. So, Rich Gannon was a starter my first year. Jim McMahon, um, how to lead in different ways, you know? Yeah. Um, You're getting a multitude get the team of dudes. To, yeah, how to get the team to play for you, you know? Uh, different ways to win. And then Warren Moon was there my third and fourth year. Uh, we were together two or three years. I can't remember. But but I just, you know, I was fortunate to be around those guys. And then, you know, when my time came, I kind of took a little bit of, you know, from who they were in their game and kind of made it to who I was a little bit. Hell yeah. Now, now if I, tell me if I have this wrong, but in the 98 season, you start the season and then you have an ankle injury and Randall Cunningham comes in, correct? Yeah, so just to take you back a little bit, okay. So yeah, here's, for sure. here's what gets messed up too, okay, Bob. Go for it. My man. career was set. My career was 17 years, not 15. Okay. So when people look at it, they get that messed up. But in '97, I was a starter, and I had a neck injury, a major neck injury. Okay. And so I had to have surgery like the 13th or 14th game of the season. Uh, and so I lost everything I had in my right arm. I couldn't. I couldn't pick up a. A phone. I couldn't. I couldn't hold anything. Oh wow! So I got healthy for the first of the season of '98. The first game of the season, we beat Tampa Bay. The second game, we beat St. Louis. But I broke my ankle in the second game of the season in St. Louis. So then I was in a cast for six weeks. Then I come back, and then we play uh, the New Orleans Saints, like game nine. I'm making that up. Okay. Somewhere yep, around yep. there, okay? All right, perfect. Randall Cunningham and Randall Randall got hot. He was hot. He's having a great year. Game nine or whatever, he gets hurt in the first quarter. I come in the game 
and then I break my thumb in the third quarter. <laughs> I, fi- I finish out the game that night, Randall and I, my wife, Nikki, and Randall and his wife were all sitting in the hospital. Murders or cat were doing cat scans. Yeah. And so when we came out, I had to put a cast on my thumb. Randall, he did a quick surgery and the next day. He actually played the next week. I was in a cast of game 15 or game 16 with my thumb. So I kind of missed. I only played three games that year because I was injured, you know? Right, right. But then you come back 99 and, and have the year of your career. Well, I get traded. Yeah, I get traded and had a big year in Washington. Yeah. Drink with their phones. Do you still have that? Oh, that's, that was Raquel and you and Karina. You did what? You wanted to slam. You, you we had, had to, to chug your drinks. Yeah, we had to chug our drinks, and somebody had their phone out doing it. I won. I think it was Raquel. But I, but like that's where oh, like, I won. Oh, I did. Okay. I, Minor I detail. That. Minor. I that. <laughs> but because I was like, oh, fuck yeah. But but then I realized like, oh shit. Like first off, I paid my I paid my cab behind fifty bucks that night. Wow. Oh, <laughs> and wow. my Uber was fucking thirty six bucks. He got a fifty dollar tip. Oh God! So he spent eighty something dollars. Yeah, I was fucking pissed. Why did you give him a fifty dollar tip then? Yeah. Well, I woke up. I woke up in the morning thinking I fucked up, and then as like the haze went away of like me being drunk, I was like, oh, I fucking kind of nicely was like, you know what? Fuck this twenty. You want a fifty, bud? And I was like, God damn it, Bobby! Like, oh, I, you gave him cash. I would, but I, yeah, I had yeah. cash on me, and I was like, I was like, but we were talking, and I just got happy with talking to the guy, yeah. and I just was like, fuck it, who knows? I was like, whatever, shit happens. I was like, this is good karma yeah, if it comes it back is your good way. Karma, he, he said he had seven kids, so I was like, well, that probably got him a one meal at McDonald's, like each a piece. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's oh thirty gosh. bucks for us three right now, or me, my my girlfriend, and my my kids, like thirty yeah. bucks. It's like fuck that. Uh, Tons of beers. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my height was like uh, the tall boys. You could do Miller Lights. I did eighteen tall boys in a night, and that's it's all like nineteen year old bullshit. Where you're like, oh, I drank oh, eighteen right. beers, but like it was, I was, I, I might have been twenty one, but it was enough to where like you know, I had I had to get my kid the next day, and I went to bed at like three, and I was obliterated there's video of me walking oh, no. around holding a so we did a, a white elephant and i ended up with a sex doll like one of those oh, cheap God, ones. No. so there's video of me walking around while i'm holding this thing by the asshole and like wow oh, so fuck it's so dumb but like i was, I was obliterated and i thought it'd be hilarious but it's like uh, now you look back it's kind of gross and it's like eh, whatever <laughs> but at the time you see it and it's like ah you're all drunk but uh <laughs> if there was a male birth control would you take it I don't. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know why a Metro PCS commercial made me think of that. I wouldn't. Or at that point in the night. Right. Nah. I just think it'd be so funny. It was like, hold on, guys. It's that. It's that time. Like, could you imagine being out at the bar and then a dude has to like get into that little pill thing and like pick it out and be like, all right. Yeah, my girl's making me do this. Like, it, like I don't guys know. are sw- uh, switching roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'd be, I mean, all, all, you know, if that's what you want to do. But like, I've never been like in a relationship with me, like anyone with where it's like you gotta get on the pill. So it's like to be, have a guy be like, yeah, me and my girlfriend discussed it. It was better for me to go on it, and it's just like ah, life I, would be so much different, dude. I would just be, like, I'd just be finally commit to condoms at that point. I'd be like, all right, I swear to God, I put one on, I put one on. I when I'd hook up, I'd fucking, you know, I'd I'd get down there, I'd finger you, and then I'd act like I had to scratch my nose, 
so I could get a whiff to be like, like all right, what's going on? But yeah, for a I mean, dude, your your hole is the fucking – it's the shitter. So, like, that's not fair. Like, I mean, I guess you got to hope – You kind of figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess it's, it's kind of weird because it's like you kind of figure out what's going on before that even. I just imagine it's like cracking a bottle of wine. Like, you, you crack the – you pull the cork and then you're like – you waft it. Yeah, in. you waft you're it in. Like, you're like, hmm. Yeah, hmm. you pull you pull the big butt plug out. That's where you're like anal beads out, just one bead, two bead, was, three bead, four beads. I was just thinking like, Oh, the more beads, the more smell. I was oh, just I'm, thinking I'm getting some upper intestine here. Oh I was just Is thinking that chow like, main? I was thinking maybe you crack the boxers. Like you crack the boxers and just take like a little Ooh, general sows. Yeah, that's mm. where I was like, Oh, White Castle. Mm. White Castle, not you aren't prepared, and that's when you just snap it back and walk away. What's what's the what's the person who knows uh, wine really well? If it, sommelier, you're fucking ass sommelier, dude. You you crush you crush so much dude ass. You're just a fucking dude sommelier. Where you're like, <laughs> this nice, guy nice. had he had a this guy had a vegetarian chipotle bowl. <laughs> Or nice. sofrita chipotle bowl. Ground turkey. I like with that. Extra, with, with extra guac. Out of fun. They're, no. they're going to be like, I, did, I really turned into wall-to-wall Vikings coverage from these idiots. <laughs> and like, Great. It's as, as like we had the greatest <laughs> conversations ever, but it's like, yeah, this is the whole part of it. It's like, yeah, sometimes human interaction is we can't put this on fucking mic. But like, still, yeah. I had the best time. I told you guys from the beginning, I was like, this is the best time of my life. Like, I fucking love just hanging out and talking. I've had a like, great time too. Let's clarify: we can't not talk about it because we're embarrassed or anything. It's because we're talking shit about the majority of people that we know. <laughs> That's very true. We're talking shit about people, and I don't know if I want to be sued for slander are, at this point in time. I will yes. say that there are people I'm, I'm who joking. there are people who know who there are people who know who they are on this podcast who know that they've been a part of an edit. Because things were said that things needed to be unsaid, and I've <laughs> I've made it a rule that I really don't edit this podcast. But I also know that I'm not out to make enemies, and there have been things that have been like, "All right, well, I cannot post this," and wow. or or even just like I'm not willing to put up with like the hassle of like the joke you just made on my podcast, which is pretty fucking rough. The if, views of Bobby Boucher. Yeah. <laughs> I will I will protect people. I I used to have a pen and paper in front of people saying like if you said anything, let me know what you think is like too risque and I'll fucking take it out. Uh most of the time I know what's too risque nowadays, but Just kidding, we weren't saying anything bad about anyone. Nope. No, that you'll never hear it. <laughs> no, but But it was never said. We love everyone that we know mutually. There were only positive things being talked Except about. Except one asshole that I'll call out another time on my own. Mm. <laughs> on your own show? Uh, no, yeah. not on my own show. On my own Twitter feed when I have the emotional capacity. There you go. But <laughs> no, we, we, let's we t- move on to we, something fun. Uh, what was I going to Go talk off about? the rails. I had What's so much on your mind? We, we just talked five hours of stuff. I'm like still trying to catch up on what we talked about. What else did I fucking see that I was Shake like? Shake the eight ball. I had some off the rail shit, but now I can't. Oh, okay, Vince, how was your colonoscopy? <laughs> ah, <laughs> that wasn't what I that was That is off the rails. <laughs> Boom. Know if he was Jewish? I think he was just an angry guy because he just screamed at us that like Jews were fucked up in World War Two. 
during the World War II, like, part of it. Like, that, that he talked about, like, the big yellow building and talked about if your sister was there, she probably got raped by, like, eight soldiers a day. Ow! He talked about, like, how they dress her up at night and they, you know, they, well, at night is when they do the fucking. Then all day they'd they, they dress them back up pretty nice. They'd try to heal the wounds. Because these dudes would come in drunk and just beat the shit out of these chicks. Good fuck. And then they'd fuck them and then they'd do whatever. And then once they were useless, they'd go to the shower. Oh, Not the good oh, one. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, man, it's really fucked up, and I Dude. can say this because my school fucking paid for it. I've been sleeping back here for the last like two weeks. So fucking nice, <laughs> dude. It's guy have. I'm in a dorm room again, Dykesy. Like I know, I know you're you're shacked up with a lady, but you're living with your brother. Yeah. But I want you to think back, and when you finally move in with your lady, or when you move in with, when you move in with your lady. And you've 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 done it to the point where now you're like, like not that you're like, but you just even even the fact that you get the, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna think back to how nice was a dorm room that all everything you had was in one fucking room, like, mm-hmm. dude, it's like all right, I have my TV, check, I hang out with my computer till I'm fucking done with that, I then I go, I walk the two feet it is to my bed, I've got. Fucking snacks right behind me that my mommy got me for Christmas. That was very nice of her. And I'll, dude, I'll just sit back here. I'll snack. I'll make a pizza if I want. And then it's just like, all right, I'll go to bed. And I have the whole fucking thing to myself. Now, granted, that thing sleeps like shit, but it sleeps better like shit when I have the whole thing to myself than when I sleep on a nice mattress on the fucking edge of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It's uh, it's guy heaven, dude. I was, I was telling Sage, I was like, you have no idea how bad I want my studio apartment again, but like just for me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I like that place, dude. I miss, I miss that it's just it had rooms, but they weren't doors, and I just miss that it was like this little fucking shack above nobody. I the one if I got lucky that like 